Hello, welcome to Table Talk. I'm your host, Alvis Williams, and today we are starting our series, Saved But Depressed. This is our first episode, and I'm excited to jump and dive right into it. Let's get it. I thought by now I would get it. His love for me is unmeasured. Still feel like I could do better. Was paralyzed by depression, but heaven and earth came together. Hello and we're back. We're going to go ahead and dive right into it. But before we do, I just want to let everyone know that this information that is shared on this episode is in no way should be used as a means for a replacement for medical clinical counseling in no way. Uh, It is only used uh, for the sake of educational purposes. So I just want to get that out the way and just let you guys know that I'm thankful that you tuned in but we're talking about saved but depressed many struggle with this mental disorder called depression just not within the culture but it's also within the church many are struggling and suffering in a place of silence because they don't feel comfortable they don't feel like they're in a safe haven to open up and talk to someone about it and how they feel Statistics show that a typical congregation of 200 adults, 50 attendees will experience depression at some point, and at least 30 are currently taking antidepressants. Now, I'm not against the help of medication uh, by no means. Um, I do believe that God has created men and has given us the wittiness and the creativity ability to create medicines that help us. However, what I am against, I'm against the fact that people feel like they cannot go to someone and talk to them, especially within the church. Proverbs 5 and 14 states, I was almost in utter ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation, uh, which goes to show that just because you are among people don't mean that you are among people. In other words, you can be among a group of people and still feel lonely, still feel empty, still feel void, still feel null. Um, Depression is not an attack on others. Let, Let me say that again. Depression is not an attack on others, but an attack on oneself. When we look throughout scripture, we see that there are many men within the scripture that uh, encounter and experience depression. We see David and how David struggled to the point to where the scripture even says that when he became discouraged, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Uh, Why would he encourage himself in the Lord? Because he was discouraged within himself. Uh, He also, we see in the Psalms where he said, my soul, he's speaking to himself, And he says, my soul will make its boast in the Lord. Uh, Magnify the Lord with me, all ye people. Uh, We also see Job and how Job was suffered through great loss and devastation and physical illnesses. Uh, We see Moses and how he was grieved over the sin uh, of his people. We also see Jeremiah and how he wrestled with great loneliness and, and a feeling of defeat and insecurity. And nevertheless, even Jesus himself was deeply anguished over what lay before him. Uh, He comes into the Garden of Gethsemane and and he makes this remark. He says, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass me by. And the Bible says that he tells the disciples that my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. 
Isaiah 53 and 3 confirms this because it says a, he will be a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Now, the scripture says a man of sorrows, which means that Jesus had experienced depression between the period of his lifetime. Yeah, Jesus himself, God in the flesh, manifested in the earth. Listen, depression, we will experience and encounter it some way or time within our life, either coming through loss, the loss of a loved one, uh, through some devastation, uh, maybe maybe the losing of a job, yes, mm -hmm. or maybe even a nasty divorce. And what we have to understand is that being born again, being saved, does not make us immune to life's troubles. Let me say that again. Being saved does not make us immune to life's troubles. Job said it the best in uh, Job chapter 5 verse 7. He says, yet man is born into trouble as surely as the sparks fly upward. We will experience trouble. We will experience things within our lives that will attempt to strip us of our quality of health. So this is why 3 John verses 2 through 5 tells us that, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper, be in health, even, even as your soul prosper. Why? Because God desires a balance between your wealth, your health, and your soul. Yes, uh, there has to be a balance. He's a God of order and he desires a balance between the three. Come on now. What good is your wealth, your prosperity, if your health is deteriorating? What good is your health if your soul is damned? How do we overcome this mental state of depression? How do we overcome it? I, I wish I could tell you that you could clap your hands three times and turn around and uh, that will be it. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, that's not the case. That's not to say that God himself uh, cannot touch you and deliver you within an instance. Uh, because he is the wonderful counselor. He is the great physician. But in his grace and his mercy, he has also allowed his gift of counseling, his gift of deliverance, his gift of physicianing to come through what he's created. And that's called men. You know, a lot of times within the church, we don't refer people outside the church. But God has ordained, he has appointed counselors, he has appointed therapists that are gifted and very talented to be able to administer their gift to you. If God can use a young ruddy boy by the name of David and make him a king, if he can use a prostitute by the name of Rahab to help evade a group of soldiers trying to kill him. If he can use a young lad that gave two fish and five loaves to feed 5,000 people. If he can use a murderer by the name of Saul, change his name to Paul, and have him to write a third of the Bible. I'm convinced that God can use a therapist, he can use a counselor, he can use that physician, that mental health professional that he is ordained and appointed to help you. Listen, I want to encourage you today that you're not by yourself. Support is near you. You do not have to continue to allow this thing 
to strip you of your quality of life. Listen, I just wanted to get on and share this with you today. Um, I myself had experienced a wave of depression and anxiety myself, and I will be sharing that later within uh, another episode. But I want to encourage you, how do you overcome? You overcome by reaching out for help. You listen, you're not alone. You're not alone. Thank you for tuning in. My time has come to a close. But remember, table talk. Don't make assumptions. Make conversation. Go out. Be blessed. But more importantly, be the blessing. God bless you.